Star Wars 7x7 episode 2788. This is the third in our series of final debriefs on season one of the Book of Boba Fett. And today we're going to talk about the part that was pretty much not at all about the Book of Boba Fett. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voilot and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So we talked about how this season, The Book of Boba Fett, was kind of envisioned as a season 2.5 of The Mandalorian and nothing represented that more concretely than chapters 5 and 6 named Return of the Mandalorian, so <laughs> right there, and also From the Desert Comes a Stranger. And all things considered, when you look at our real-world timeline situation, you kind of get the idea that they may have been thinking when they were making this, oh yeah, we got to make sure we keep the Mandalorian on people's minds, because the last episode of season two, that would be chapter 16, The Rescue, debuted on December 18th of 2020, and where they're at right now, I mean, they are still in production on season three, and season three is not scheduled to debut, at least as far as we know, until at best the end of 2022. But, you know, as things go on, we're kind of more likely looking at the beginning of 2023. That's kind of a long time in, you know, TV land and that sort of thing. So, yeah, you can kind of see where the producers were coming from in this. And, you know, it did make sense to bring the Mandalorian into the story, of course, the whole thing about hiring muscle to help Boba Fett out with his problem with the pikes and so on and so forth. Yes, bringing the Mandalorian in absolutely made sense. The shocking thing was that two episodes of a seven-episode series that was supposed to focus on Boba Fett pretty much didn't focus on Boba Fett. Instead, we got a bridge to season three of The Mandalorian in the form of a reuniting with Paz Vizsla, also known as the heavy Mandalorian for him walking around with a giant gun and whatnot. And of course, the armorer who gives The Mandalorian the history of the Darksaber and of all the bad things that happened on Mandalore after Sabine Wren gave the Darksaber to Bo-Katan. And then we come to find out that the armorer is gonna cast The Mandalorian Mandalorian out of the Children of the Way because he's taken his helmet off and now he has to go find the living waters underneath the mines of Mandalore in order to get himself back in the Armorer's good graces should he want to do so, which seems like, yeah, he probably does. Now, you'll recall that at the end of season two of The Mandalorian, all we knew, at least, you know, for the live action perspective, was that the Darksaber was won in combat by the Mandalorian, and Bo-Katan can't take it from him because it has to be won in combat. And yes, if you had watched Star Wars Rebels, you knew a lot more about the backstory, and we've talked a lot about the backstory, but if you were not hip to that, well, then you got hip to that as a result of the events of Chapter 5 of the Book of Boba Fett. And in fact, you know, that's also kind of important too because it shows the history of the Darksaber about how Sabine gave it to Bo-Katan, even though that isn't really told specifically, but you get the idea of it. You can kind of infer that whole situation. And 
the implication that that's the reason why everything went so badly on Mandalore, at least that's what some of the survivors like the armorer think. And so you can see very clearly why Bo-Katan does not just accept the blade back from the Mandalorian when he says, yeah, I don't want to take it. And she won't take it at the end of chapter 16. You realize that she is bought into this mindset as well, that she has to take it in combat because yeah, she buys the story that the armorer is telling as well. So when season two of The Mandalorian ended, really the main conflict that they were setting up was what was gonna happen with Mandalore and leadership of Mandalore and with Bo-Katan and the Darksaber, all of that stuff. It was really gonna be Mandalorian focused. And this encounter with the armor made it more so by making it clear that the Mandalorian has to go back to the living waters underneath the mines of Mandalore. So that kind of doubles down on the whole Mandalorian aspect of season three. Then the other note to discuss is about Ahsoka's presence on the planet. So when we last saw her, which was in chapter 13 of season two of The Mandalorian, The Jedi, she said that Grogu could go to the Seeing Stone and decide his fate on the planet Tython, and that he you know, might reach out and that there are other Jedi around who might respond to him and his Seeing Stone outreach. But Ahsoka said that there aren't many Jedi left at the time. It does kind of raise the question of whether she knew that Luke Skywalker was one of the Jedi out there. You have to imagine that the answer to that is yes, that she would have had to know by this point. And the name Luke Skywalker, right? Skywalker probably was not lost on her, which is why when the Mandalorian says, you know, how do you know Luke? And she's like, ah, he's a friend of the family. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right? So at this time in the galaxy, it's still not widely known that Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker were the same person, let alone the dad of Luke Skywalker and the dad of Princess Leia Organa. So yeah, that's a still very closely held secret. And Ahsoka, by the you know nature of her association with Anakin Skywalker and the events of Star Wars Rebels, where she was able to make the connection between Anakin and Vader. She's one of the very few people on the inside of that secret. And then there's the whole thing about how she was on the hunt for Grand Admiral Thrawn during the events of chapter 13 of season two, The Mandalorian. And she takes off on Luke in the midst of chapter, oh gosh, what is it? Chapter six of the, Man, of the Book of Boba Fett, right? So with that, we know that she is probably still pursuing Thrawn, I think, at this point. It's not like a lot of time has passed in between the events of Chapter 13 and where we are in the Book of Boba Fett in Chapter 6. So Thrawn is probably still somebody for whom she is actively searching, and she's just taken this detour to visit Luke for you know, whatever reason. And maybe that's something we'll find out in season three of The Mandalorian. I mean, they're not shy about going back and filling in bits of storytelling. So it seems like, yeah, well, like we might hear a little bit something about that. And you know, that could have something to do with where we all end up with this storytelling situation because everything is supposed to be interconnected. We know that Moff Gideon was operating in a certain sector of space that may or may not have included Mandalorian 
Mandalore, and he wasn't necessarily reporting to anyone, so was he involved with Grand Admiral Thrawn at some point? That would be very interesting to discover. We know that Mandalorians are you know, very interested in the idea of Moff Gideon dying for his crimes and consider him responsible for the deaths of so many Mandalorians, so that creates a point of agitation between the Mandalorians and the New Republic, who are putting him through a tribunal, and who knows whether he'll be executed or if he'll just be put in prison. If he's just put in prison, I have a feeling that's not going to sit all that well with the Mandalorians. And so with these two episodes of the Book of Boba Fett, we've not only managed to create a bridge to season three of The Mandalorian to hold us over, <laughs> since it's gonna be probably two years at least between the last episode of season two and the first episode of season three, but also they've taken the opportunity to expand upon the potential range of conflicts that we're going to have and potentially the range of characters that we might see in season three of The Mandalorian as well. So yeah, a lot of heavy lifting for The Mandalorian in the Book of Boba Fett. And yeah, I suppose maybe we should have had an idea that that was gonna be the case, but you know, I even saw, you know, things about leaks and spoilers and rumors and whatnot. And I had thought that things had been clamped down pretty tight for the Book of Boba Fett, but apparently that wasn't the case because there were leaks and rumors and spoilers out there about stuff that turned out to be true, like him getting a Naboo N1 Starfighter, for example. A Cad Bane thing had been leaked out somewhere previously as well. So yeah, I guess I just managed to <laughs> close myself off from that sort of thing. So yeah, you know, it's out there, I guess, if you want to find it. And you imagine that that means that surprises about season three of the Mandalorian are probably out there too, but we're not going to get into that on here. We are actually just going to call it a day right there. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited. Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.